Vic Naidu, weekdays 12 to 3 p.m. East Coast Radio. KZN's number one at Music Station. East Coast Radio with me, Vic Naidu. Uh, hanging out with you till 3 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, today, also, Friday, extra special. You know, it's so important that you inspire people in your life and you leave something for the next generation. Whatever that could be, to, whatever that is to you. And it's wonderful that there are many people out there who do that. And I am particularly drawn to the story. And this story is not just about a coat that gets passed along uh, in the newsroom here at East Coast Radio. So to give you a story, a short story, Andy James, we call her the coat keeper. There is a communal coat yes. in the newsroom. Tell us about this coat. And I was very drawn to it from the beginning. And it all, when the story unfolded, it made sense why. So it is very Cruella DeVille-esque. It's very Cruella DeVille. It's faux fur. Yeah. And it comes off kind of short, but it's a coat nonetheless. So I started at East Coast Radio around 2017. 2017? 2017. What a time. And I came and this coat was... On a chair, it was a cold day, and I used the coat. Yes. Eventually, I saw that Natara was using the coat, so I initially thought it was Natara's coat. So I would ask Natara, can I please use your coat? So Natara and I would actually share the coat in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then next thing I know, the interns at the time were also starting to, hey, could I possibly wear your coat? And that's when it began, where we started to actually share the coat. And that's how long I've been wearing this Cruella DeVille coat. And then once a week... We take it home. Whoever has the coat that week takes it home and washes the coat. And you're the coat keeper. You check and it in and check yes, it out. Yes, I'm so the coat keeper. It would be like a communal blankie also. I mean, I'm sure in some offices people sometimes mm. like a blanket gets passed. I don't know, I would assume. So this coat, there, we have a, we have some serious hectic aircon situations happening. It gets really icy, like mm. Antarctica and all pole vibes. That's yeah. why I mean, I've tried borrowing the coat. The coat doesn't fit me. But it is quite comfy. It is quite comfy. And it smells delicious. So I know Thank that you, you wash it weekly. Yes, so you all take key. a turn to wash it. Yes. So this coat is very special in the newsroom here at East Coast Radio. And you don't know who the coat belonged to. No. And I was very, I needed to know, like, who just takes a random coat <laughs> and starts wearing it without knowing who it belongs to? I did a little bit of digging. And imagine my surprise and wonder when I found out who this coat belongs to. A lady that used to work here at East Coast Radio uh, between... 2001 and no. 2013. That's how old this coat is? Yes. I would imagine even older than that. Oh my goodness. Uh, it's an heirloom now. Oh, wow. And the lady's actually very special because <gasps> when I say like it's so important to pass down things to a generation and to have impact, uh, she was one of the people who influenced my radio journey. I remember listening when I was in high school and I was like, I want to study journalism and I want to focus particularly on radio journalism. Oh, I mean, wow. I, that's how I started off in broadcasting. Mm. I didn't just have a radio show. I worked in the newsroom as well. And uh, Andy James, does the name Seema Dynan sound familiar to you? No, not at all. Well, you're pretty young. Seema, and I know a lot of listeners right now are very excited because they know this voice. Hi, Seema. Welcome to the show. Hello, Vic. Hello, Andy. Hi. So good to be with you guys. Hello. Seema <laughs> Dynan used to anchor news. Uh, she worked uh, on East Coast Breakfast for quite a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. With many presenters. Uh, Daryl Ilbury as well? Daryl Ilbury, Darren, uh, Peter in between. There were so many. So, Asima, how do you feel about the... Your, did you know that this was what was happening to your coat? Because initially, you actually didn't give the coat to Natara. Um, I initially, if I remember correctly, I'd given it to Wendy Nola. So oh. that actually, yeah, there's a, there's a really cool story behind the coat. It's, you know, there's usually the, the sisterhood of the traveling pants. This is the humanity of the traveling coat. <laughs> so it went from me to Wendy Nola. 
And then I know it went to Natara, and I'm so glad that it's gone to you, Andy. I can hear the energy from you. It's positive and it's great. I'm just so chuffed that you have it now. carries good energy. Yeah. Seema, I have to tell you, like, she's obsessed with this quote, eh? Like, uh, she really is. She checks it in. I don't know. Is there a book that you sign in and check out? You know what? I'm going to actually implement that. And uh, just the way she holds the the quote as well, Seema, it's... uh, it's very special. And it may just seem like a code, but it's more than that. It's about passing love down, values to another generation. All those warm and fuzzies. How does it feel that you've worked here so many years ago and you, you, somehow you're still thriving here in this newsroom with a coat? Just, just hold on. Just a point of clarity. I know Andy had said, oh, 2001 and Dick said when I was in high school. Yeah. I'm not that old. We know. No, but like, we know. But like in t- 2001, I was starting grade Absolutely. one. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> oh that's really cool but you know what I think the spirit of the coach is this is that the wearer this is the only rule to Wendy because she embodied it it is that you must radiate warmth from the inside Aww. and this coat does this coat does the job of keeping you warm on the outside but the, the rule is that you, the wearer must radiate warmth from the inside. So a warm-hearted person. And I think, based on what you're saying now, Vic, it's, it's really done its job. It's gone from one really, really good human to the next. I'm so chuffed, Andy, that you have it. The only thing I will say to you is that you need to have a book that people need to sign in and sign out of. And you need to also tell them that I think the third uh, prerequisite to getting this code. So warm-hearted, uh, really good person. And the third one is that you obviously have incredible fashion taste. Oh, oh, she does. I She's mean, an influencer. I mean, I'm a fashion influencer. This is great. Full circle. God, <laughs> oh, this is awesome. This is really awesome. Seema, there is one problem though. Uh, I know that you're mm. no longer the owner of the coat because you've given it. Or you've given it. So when you give something, you can't expect to own it anymore. Uh, Andy wants to take the coat with her when she leaves East Coast Radio. Yes. Um, question: Why would you want to be leaving radio, Andy? Well, careers might change soon. We never know. But like, I want to take the coat with me. It's memorabilia. And I'm going to have it framed in a nice glass frame. I'm going to have it in my lounge. I don't think you should. <laughs> I think you should keep it for generations to come. How cool would it be if this coat still lingers? Yeah, I think, we are? look, I can be down with the idea of taking it. It's not my coat to now decide where it goes. But I think what's cool is if you consider the spirit of that coat, giving it mm. to the next person. So I don't know if you've got a sister or somebody at home who has equal great passion taste of you, you can share it. And remember the rules. It must be somebody who's warm on the inside gets to be warm on the outside. I think it should stay in the newsroom. All right. Yeah. I'll see. I'll um, decide. Seema, uh, uh, wow, this is, uh, it really is. It's, it's such, such, did you ever think when you gave the code to Wendy that it will still be thriving and existing so many years later? Absolutely, because I have such incredible foresight to pick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Wendy is one of the, the best humans I know. I just knew that she'd enjoy it as much as I did. I used to produce, uh, I think it was Consumer Watch with her. And mm-hmm. then we both freeze in the in the producing booth and we'd share it. Um, and then when I'd left, I'd given it to her and I knew it would be in good hands. So no surprises there. All right. Well, a lot of questions coming through on WhatsApp. People are very excited to hear your voice. One of the big things, where are you now? What are you doing? I work in Pretoria at the moment. I live in Pretoria, so I call the the capital my home now. Okay. It's lovely, but let me just say it is no match to East Coast. The East Coast remains home. Yeah. It remains the best uh, part of the planet for me. Um, well, it, it sounds to me that there is life after radio. Absolutely. There has to be life after radio. Um, I think radio is really, really, really awesome. Um, but it did have a shelf life, at least for me. I had a spectacular run. Um, I have been incredibly blessed, and I need to acknowledge that. I had 12 amazing years at East Coast Radio. It took me from 
being an intern um, as a journalist, and I made it all the way up to deputy news editor during that time. I won prizes for journalism work, and you can feel the real impact that you have as a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, telling the stories of real people um, at the time. But you know, when you get to the end of your career or a stage in your career where you think, "Well, I've achieved everything I can possibly achieve with this part." Of the work that I do. So at the time, I'd won uh, what was called an MTN Radio Bright Star Award. Mm. Um, after 12 years on radio, I was on breakfast and having the time of my life. And I thought, okay, there has to be something more. I need to do something more. And I explored what those opportunities were. And it took me out of radio. But no hesitation, radio remains a first love. When that bug bites, I don't think you're ever cured. I mean, but I do think you've done pretty well in the sense that, you know, you've, you've caused impact. You've, you've, you've done that. You've influenced people and you've inspired. And even now with the coat, like I said, it's not just about the coat. There's more to it. So, um, are you, I mean, you've worked with a lot of legends here at East Coast Radio. What's a moment that stands out for you before we let you go? <laughs> there are so many. Um, I'm sure many people may remember the story of the rat that got into someone's, and I hope they know kitties listening, someone's bum. Uh, ah! It was a, a tracking good story. It was, it was hilarious. Where um, did that happen? It was, um, that was an overseas-based story. So at the time, um, I'm not sure what the bulletin scheduling is now, but at the time, we'd always end with a softer story because mm-hmm. we'd been going through a period of you know, really bad news and you want to just elevate the mood when you get to the end of the bulletin. And we had a story about something that was funny and I just went to town. I made a meal out of it as I would never miss something like that. So I just I went for it. Every possible pun you could think of, I managed to load it That's in cute. there. But uh, I think... Obviously, one of the highlights would be um, Niger in 2005. That's where you celebrated your birthday also, right? Um, Yes, it was with the gift of the givers. Mm. We were on a humanitarian mission to Niger. There was um, devastation at the time. The country was going through famine and gift of the givers. Well, we know them to be the legendary organization now, but this was all the way back in 2005 Mm -hmm. when uh, they had taken a food drop um, and a lot of medical personnel administer health services so we had gone as part of the journalist group um and i turned 25 on that trip it was absolutely amazing i remember wendy had brought out a little chocolate and we stuck a little candle on it and daryl ilbury at the time was on breakfast called me all the way on the satellite phone and it was an absolutely magical moment do you know where daryl is now daryl is a writer he does a lot of science writing i'm aware um Still as bright as a button, uh, he remains one of the sharpest wits I've ever had the pleasure of working on with radio. A men shot a man. Well, thank you so much, Sima Dylan, for your time, your impact, and the, the coat. We love that. Uh, thank you very much, Vic. You are so kind. You really <laughs> made my, I think, my year. Oh. It is an absolute honor to hear somebody say that, you know, you were the person that inspired them. Yeah. I take that with a lot of grace and humility, and I acknowledge how blessed and privileged I am. I wish you the very best and please keep shining. You're on radio now. It's up to you and Andy uh, to do it for the next generation. Inspire the next generation of Andy the big and you would have done your job. And I I love what you said earlier about making room for other people. Uh, Sometimes you have to step down to do that. You know, as much as... uh, who was it who said it even better than me? It was Rosie Tunzi when she won Miss University a couple of years ago. She said, you know, just claim your space. Mm-hmm. And I think as much as claiming your space is important, you must also know when to exit that stage True. when your time has come and go out at the top. But you guys are, are at the top at the moment. Enjoy that limelight and keep going. All the best to you. There you have it. Thank you so much, Seema Dainan, uh, former uh, ECR colleague, um, spreading just love and all sorts of wholesomeness and goodness. Oh, my gosh. How I'm special. So, I'm so gooey yeah. right now. Vic Naidu, weekday. 
Sundays, 12 to 3 p.m. East Coast Radio.